what one, Queen? Yeah, there's a listener question here that you can read if you would like. I'll read one, yeah. Okay, do you have it on your phone? The outline that I worked so hard to send out to you? <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, hey, how's it going? I'm good. <laughs> Let's do a show. It's like, we're good. Copy and paste my intro. <laughs> Done. <laughs> hard work. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. On today's show, special guest Vander Von Odd from the hit internet show, Dragula. But until then, we have Lucy Wack. Hey, girl. Hey, queen. We do not have Shea Kool-Aid today and no Maxwell Esposito, but... In their steed, in their stead, in their absence, a good friend of mine, someone who's wanted to get on the show uh, uh, for a while now, but he's just never really been doing anything good enough to talk about. You know what? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I would like to introduce my friend, KC Lindley. Everybody. Hi, everybody. KC Lindley. Hey, girl. How are you, KC Lindley? I'm good. I'm frantic and crazy and jacked up on a lot of caffeine. So let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. This is going to be different from Maxwell. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be different from Maxwell. I'm about 60 pounds heavier and... Filled with caffeine, coffee, red. Sixty Bull. pounds taller. Sixty pounds taller. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Sixty <laughs> pounds taller. Um, you know, I've known Casey Lindley um, since before I moved mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. L.A. I came here for uh, a visit, and we met. And then he surprised me and came to Chicago. Not for me, obviously. Right. You didn't make the trip no, for me. No. You weren't. You like, didn't make that good of an impression, Tony. You no. weren't like that. That one time we watched RuPaul's Drag Race was so magical right. that I needed to get on the first plane to Chicago and hang out with Tony at the strip club. That's I not didn't even know you worked there. I was just happened to be there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I know you. You were at a RuPaul viewing party." And he then the rest of the night we just got drunk, and the rest is history. The rest, as they say, is history. So uh, what you're saying though is really you came into the shoe for the cocaine and the old cohort. Oh <laughs> my god, I don't even know you, but you just know me so well. <coughs> I mean, that's the well, only I know gay men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Attacked. We want to find the dirtiest toilet to do blow off of in whatever city we're in. I didn't even do drugs back then. You didn't. You were no. a baby I when we first met. Yeah. Just a young little new mm-hmm. gay. And then I met Tony. Oh, is, that, is it my fault? Pretty much, yeah. I wouldn't say that I have uh, much hold on, on what you have become. <laughs> I just don't think that I was there to stop you when I should have. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, yeah. You've definitely enabled me maybe, for sure. You don't do that. Maybe may- an enabler? Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, we've been talking about Dragula for the past three weeks now. Have you been listening? Have you been? Have you watched the show yet? Are you watching Dragula? 
I actually watched all three episodes. Oh, Yay. you know, so I had them playing while I was at work. So you weren't really watching. I mean, I listened. Background noise. Perfect. It's, and it's, it's I, the perfect... I made sure and got up there to look at the looks. Our good friend Casey Lindley here. Um, is an editor and a camera person for Dracula. Yes. So um, I thought, finally, he has something interesting that he can talk about. Oh, my gosh. So why not have him on the show to talk about it? Uh, well, first, Lucy, before we talk to him about it, I want to know what you, like, from what you did see when you were paying attention, the looks, that's what you noticed. Like, what, what, what do you think so far of the Queens? Um, well... I uh, I like that there is um, an alternate drag show out there to show that there are more layers as far as um, the idea of drag. And so I really appreciate what the brothers are doing and bringing and like the idea of glamour filth. I think that's really great. Ooh, glamour uh, filth. So, I like that. Uh, glamour I do filth. think it's, it's really raw and uh, fresh and... Um, if it gets more seasons, then I hope to see the experience giving it more polish. When we start, shot this show, we said we wanted it to be like Jackass and Fear Factor. And we wanted that rawness because we knew what we were kind of dealing with. You know what so, I mean? So tell us, how did you get how did you get involved uh, on this show? A little baby Tito Soto. Um, oh. He approached me one day and was just like, hey, you know, um, top secret project. Um, you, oh, I could just imagine the I know, that she can't, was doing. I know. He's so sweet. Um, but I was just like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And, you know, it was just a meeting. We didn't have anything set in stone. It was just like a, can we even do this? Like, yeah. is this doable? Yeah. And then we were just like, fuck it. Let's just try it. Let's just do it. So uh, when you when you uh, was started to do it, did you know, like, uh, what exactly the roles you were going to be playing? Or was it just like, oh, we're all going to just fucking do a little bit of everything? I mean, I always knew I was going to be operating a camera mm -hmm. um, because um, it's my equipment um, and Nathan's equipment. Um, but yeah, so I always knew... Um, that you'd be like shooting it. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. nice. So that was never a surprise to me. But, you know, just like throughout the entire process, like things happen and you end up just taking on the, like a bunch of different hats. Now, know? how long has the process been? I think we had our first meeting like back in July or August, just like to meet about the show. We've been paying a lot of attention to RuPaul's Drag Race for so long now that there is a bar that is set. And it's obvious that, you know, it's obvious that it's kind of uh, a new thing, a new right. show, uh, a, a, you know, a new concept and, and fresh queens that no one really knows. What feedback are you getting? Like, what are people saying to you about this? Well, I mean, obviously, your friends are always just like very supportive. And, um, you know, the, the comments online are just like they've never bothered me. Like, when I read a comment online that, like, reads you to filth, I'm always just kind of like, meh. Like, oh, is there I, shade on the internet? I mean, girl, See, I yes. never read the comments. I You're never read the internet. Just, like, read, like, the YouTube comments. Like, people are just, like, just, like, not kind. And, you know, you just, you can't pay attention to that, like, yeah. at all. Because yeah. if you let that influence you, then, like, in when you're filming in the future, you're just gonna be like, that one YouTube comment told me X, Y, or Z. And you're like, you know, I just always say, go fuck yourself. I knew that you were working on this project, and I was, I was um, excited to see what was gonna happen from it. But now I'm starting to see people who follow me in other cities or whatever talking about Dragula. 
And that means that, you know, it's picking up pace. It's picking up uh, speed. Does that make you nervous? Because, like, if it's popular, people want a season two. It's it's weird because, you know, we're based in Los Angeles. And so right now, it's just like when you hear people talking about it, it is just like your friends in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And then it, you kind of don't even think about like, yeah, this is on YouTube. Anyone can access it. Like people in other countries can see this. Like, right. So, no, like it, it hasn't really clicked with me yet that like this is kind of global. Like people in Chicago, people in New York are seeing this and like it just hasn't like dawned on me yet and i feel one day i'm gonna have this big moment where i'm like oh shit well you're three episodes in and one episode has been entertaining um (laughs) fuck yourself (laughs) he was the mud wrestling wasn't it carl the third episode was the best episode so far oh the brain eating the third episode was by far because look you know i need and and, you know i look at drag critically and people have said that i'm kind of a bitch and that i mean or whatever what have you but i feel like if you're going to make me watch a bunch of queens that no one knows then maybe we should get to know them. And I don't think it was until the third episode that we actually started to get to know Queens and, you know, there were character development and everything like that. I I love the concept, like, as soon as I started watching it. But, you know, it's a 30-minute show, girl. You got you got to keep uh, the attention. It's just going to get better, right? Right. I, I We're learning as we're going, and we're definitely finding things that work and things that, you know, that we did in the earlier stages where we've kind of been like, that didn't work, let's try this, and things that are, like, sticking, we're running with, and it's just been, it's, again, very raw and very, it's been a fun process. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I'm excited to see how it goes further. Me too. And uh, after the break, we have one of the queens, Miss Vander Von Odd, who is from Dracula. She's going to be here to talk to us. Us, which is very exciting um and i'm just proud of you thanks babe i'm super proud of you yeah you've always been there for me even when i was kind of struggling back in the day yeah so. girl and you still struggle like horribly oh every day. my god speaking of struggle i have to talk about uh my birthday weekend <laughs> uh right fast oh my god it doesn't matter how old I get when I want to while out for some stupid reason like my birthday, I'm going to while out. And it's just, I just have to stop. Someone was asking me what I did last year for my birthday and I couldn't really remember. And it was because I got really wasted. Yeah. Um, so picture this Lucy whack. Um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a very part-time bartender at precinct downtown, very part-time, you know, I'm just starting to get some shifts and everything like this. And so I covered the second Friday, the second, which was queen Kong, which is the Boulay brothers show. Uh, so I was covering it. I was bartending in the back and Come to find out the protocol there, I guess it must be in the handbook that you have to wear your underwear when you're bartending on a Friday night Mm -hmm. in the back bar. I don't remember signing a handbook, but I'm sure that'll happen when I'm, when I'm there more often. So that was setting up disaster to start. And then the shots just started because other bartenders are like, oh, it's it's your birthday. Let's just see what we can do. Let's see your tolerance. Um, She blacked out. She blacked. Yeah, she called me at 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) 
I couldn't tell you why. I was looking for a party. Like, what were you doing from 2 to 4.30, though? I don't know. I, I know. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I, I, after 11.30, I, I couldn't tell you what, what happened whatsoever. But uh, it was one of those situations where, well, Lucy, you've seen me blacked out plenty of times. Oh, girl. Could you just you, described every birthday I've ever seen you on. Could you tell me what it looks like? Could you tell me? Oh, could you tell oh, me? Oh, girl. Could when you-, you are trying to talk to me, your eyes are literally looking through me. Yeah. Like, I think you just kind of plant on a spot on the wall that's in my general direction. And then you just kind of weave around it. <laughs> her finger it. gets really wavy. Like, she's trying to point yep. at you. But it's just yep. like she's casting a spell or something. Well, you know, yep. that one. And I'm lucky your wrist is so lax because you <laughs> poked me many times with that lax point. Like, point. Like, it's just been coming for me. And I'm just like at that level. Where your little skexy finger just comes right at my face. You know, whenever I'm just trying, like, it's, it's to the point, you know, where I woke up with such fucking unrest in my brain and, like, guilt because I was like, I don't know what I did. I don't know who I talked to. I know for a fact that I said something stupid in front of the Boulay brothers. Um, and probably. I, I <laughs> guaranteed. I feel like, and I kind of feel like I was walking past them and they were talking to one of the owners and I think uh, the owner was talking me up in some way and in my blackout state i am my biggest fan Mm -hmm. so i think i just went to validate all the positive (laughs) things he was saying um in a blackout drunk yelly kind of way i'm guessing i don't know i i couldn't tell you i'm not quite sure either i just know that like i so wish that you were there i wish i was there the one time that i could have used you to at least filled me in on what was going on yeah i mean i just i I worry because you know just like being drunk in a bar making first impressions is just dangerous oh i don't care about first impressions i made (laughs) so many bad ones it does not I've I've bombed at my fucking brother's wedding. Okay, so I was called a faggot at my brother's wedding. So you know you're doing well when that happens. By who? <laughs> Some alcoholic woman. I don't know. The bride. <laughs> <laughs> you got jokes. Are you doing other things, Casey? Are you yeah, trying I to am. like? Um, you're an actress. Gosh, you know I moved out to LA to be an actor, and then I fell into like um, rolling blackouts photography, and then I started doing. Um, you know, drag at the Cherry Poppins burlesque show. Oh, that's right. She's my drag daughter, everybody. Mm -hmm. She's one of my fucking terrible, rude, uh, ungrateful bitches of a daughter. They're more like stepdaughters. (laughs) Yeah, the ones that I don't want, like, yeah, from like two marriages ago. The ones that you're helping, (laughs) but like really not. She's invested a lot of time in me, so I think I'm gonna stick. I I have invested a lot of time in you. It it was okay. You're funny. You're entertaining. Thank you. Yeah, I think after Dragula, I'm gonna start doing more of my own stuff. Are you gonna be on season two of Dragula Girl? Are they gonna make you eat like... I uh, I mean, Quesadilla's not really a monster. She's more of a... um, I don't know. How would you describe her? Oh, I monster. I, okay, I, I, well then, delicacy. I don't know. I don't know if I could ever be on a future season because I've worked on the show, but I don't know. We kind of make our own roles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's exciting. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ms. Vander Von Odd from uh, the hit internet television show uh, through Hey Queen Productions. You uh, mean internet show? Internet show. Uh, Dragula. We'll be right back.
And we are back with the show. Uh, intimate cast of folks today, but we do have Casey Lindley here, and hey, it's girl. so good to see him. I'm so glad you're here. Like you, you made it for the first time. How long have you been trying to get on the show? And girl, you act like I've been like trying. How, how long? Like, how many? How many? Like uh, girl, how, many how many times notes? have you invited me and then had someone else come? I'm like, I wait, did. I'm not supposed to be on that show, bitch. I, oh, you like to bump a bitch, huh, Tony? Mm. She's my she's my resident bumper. I'm like a filler. She's you know? a, she's, she's no one. Everyone else well, said yeah, no on the LA side <laughs> because his resident bumper and. Chicago is householder. <laughs> so, like, you're really his LA householder. What up, Megan? Uh, <laughs> so, we've been talking about uh, Dragula, that is uh, an ash and bone production that is housed under Hey Queen Productions currently. Like, what? how do you explain? Explain that to me. Can you explain that to me, Casey? Well, basically, the production company is ash and bone, and, um, yeah, we were uh, basically, you know, Hey Queen is like the the outlet we choose to like get it to the to broadcast, to broadcast to show it, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you. So they can go to HeyQueen.com, I'm I'm guessing. Uh the YouTube channel. So oh, go so, to YouTube. So go to YouTube, mm-hmm. which is youtube.com. Yes. And then you search out Hey Queen. Yes. And or then, you can just type in Dragula. Or Dragula. Um, you know, it's very different from Xtube, though. So don't <laughs> go to Xtube and type in Hey Queen. I mean, you could do both. Go back and forth. I, I say watch a little of Dragula, then watch a little Xtube. Try to jerk off to both. I think they want you to do that. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, how many queens were on this show? Nine. Nine. Nine queens? I know two of them. Three of them. I'm sure you've met them all when you were blackout drunk. Okay. All right. This is not. You're not. You weren't invited to like join into the uh, the bullying arsenal of Tony Soto. It will not happen, Casey. That's my job. God damn it. And don't um, forget, you met the Boulet brothers. That's right. <laughs> and his Two underwear. More. Were you in your underwear for Oh my job. God, I couldn't tell you. And you know what? I lost a full dugout of weed. A full dugout of weed. I'm, I'm sure just, you gave it to someone. That hurts. I'm just so hopeful that I, I have my job still. Like when I go there for popularity contest next week, I'm going to have a lot of crow eating. Now, nine queens <laughs> on Dracula. And one of the queens, and I believe, honestly, she's kind of one of the popular queens on the internet. I've seen a, uh, I think, aren't you a meme? You, oh are you gosh, a couple absolutely. memes? I kind of think it's just all the drag girls making memes of each other. But either way, <laughs> either way, because it's all, it's all, it's always de- debuts on one of your all shit. But, uh, Vander Von Odd is here with us today. Hello, Vander. Hey, cool friends. Now, you are kind of one of the popular queens from this season of Dracula, aren't you? I mean, I became that. I wasn't that before, I, before the show started. Like, no one knew who the fuck Vander was before the show hit. No one knew, right? No, like, yeah. that's, I think that's the beauty of what's going on with Dracula. It's showcasing a lot of new, uh, new queens. Now, but let's talk about you to start, Vander. How, how old are you? I am 22 years old. Oh, mm. my goodness. Wow. She's the baby queen. She needs to get carded. What the <laughs> Just like how Tony likes them. <laughs> yeah. Girl, don't think I'm not taking deep breaths. Barely legal. Gotta suck in that youth. Now, 22, and how long has Vander Van Odd been alive? Uh, just a little under two years. I'm having my second drag birthday on ja- in January, actually. January. So, yeah. so uh, where are you from? 
I'm originally from this very shitty little town called Calexico, <laughs> Imperial Valley. It's like mm. all the way south mm-hmm. to the border of California, like on the border of Baja, California. I have no idea what that is, and exactly, I'm not good with maps. Exactly, bitch. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't really know where a lot of shit is. <laughs> um, and so what, what, well, how long have you been up here in L.A.? I've been in L.A. for, yeah, just a little over two years. Actually. Oh, so like you basically came here and then you were born. Yeah, I came wow. here and I fagged out like to the max. Well, could you could you not fag out in Baja, California? Uh, well, there just wasn't a drag scene. Like I could have done it, but like where would I have gone? Like I, would, I wouldn't have really gone anywhere. Like I would have been like a little drag queen in my bedroom just taking pictures. Have you always wanted to be a drag queen? I, I just, uh, here's a funny story. I started like messing with drag when i was since i was 15 because i was in theater uh, so i was doing more yeah go that's figure. where it Yay! starts like if that's, you, if, if you didn't start halloween i mean if you didn't do drag on halloween you did it because you were in theater like, i was in once upon started. a mattress once and i was just in the chorus and i fell in love with it and i wanted to be a drag queen <laughs> yeah 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 i was doing horror theater specifically like haunted houses and like theatrical horror uh-huh. so i started doing female characters but it wasn't until i moved out here that i was like i I kind of want to like actually try drag and try glamour and not look like this hideous horrible like horror movie hag all the time now were you into drag before this were you watching rupaul's drag race have you been watching it since for yeah i mean i was all growing up i was a huge fan of just drag in any kind of content i was a huge fan of like party monster and like the party monster documentaries not just the movie like all the stuff behind oh, that, that movie is terrible that's the one with macaulay culkin and uh seth green right <laughs> yeah but yeah. like things but like I get the it. documentary I get is really good we actually just watched the documentary because michael alec just got out didn't he recently like i don't know world of wonders produced it but like james st james and he had the whole reunion after he got out after 17 years it's an amazing documentary oh my god i didn't know anything about this i um, want to check yeah. that out um so that was it. That was that story. You pulled some inspiration, or no? Have you always known that you were kind of a little creepier? Oh, I've always known that I was kind of a little creepier because I mean, just doing haunted house. I started haunted houses when I was like twelve years old as an actor, and by the time I was fifteen, I was doing hair and makeup for haunted houses. And by the time I was like seventeen, I was writing and directing for houses. So I, what I've designed maybe like eight or nine haunts. Really? Yeah, that hey, was the game. Hair and ma- wait, hair and makeup at a haunted house. That is intense work. Oh yeah, like you have to be fucking fast for that shit. Am oh, I yeah. right? Like oh, that, yeah, like because that's how it is in Chicago. I don't know about L- like California, you know, Baja haunted houses, but uh, <laughs> but like you've got to be like speedy with your with your pl- application. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was doing um, musical theater as well, like makeup for musical theater as well. And those quick changes. Sometimes you have like fifteen minutes per character, and you just have to like slap them with makeup and you know throw them on stage. Wow. That's no. a <laughs> Dracula. Essentially, my Dracula experience just slapping shit on me and jumping on stage. So, when you moved to LA, uh, where did where did you start performing? Like, did, did you do you do you have like a little drag tribe? Like, uh, when you moved here, did you know people? I didn't know a damn soul in Los Angeles. I didn't know a single person. I started doing drag, and I just went out anywhere by yourself. Yeah, like anywhere and everywhere I could go and drag and meet people, I went out, and that's how I met people like Rubella. That's how I met people like Judas. Was just 
going out in drag. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Now, oh, so um, so you know Rubella Spreads? Oh yes, ma'am. What a terrible drag queen! <laughs> oh <laughs> my just... god! Casey I... and I are just standing on the sidelines, mortified because I... you know she's gonna listen to this. What? I, know I love you, Rubella. Like, what am I missing here? As someone who hasn't seen her before? No, 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 no. <laughs> Rubella is uh, one of the funniest drag queens. But she's a host. She has her gig. She's very okay. funny. Um, she's kind of like you. Oh, she. <laughs> she. I mean, you're. Just thinking what everyone's saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this isn't about me. We're talking to Vander Von Odd from the hit show Dragula on the internet. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about uh, Dragula because okay, so you got your break. You were doing sh- like you were doing Rubella shows and stuff like that when, when and, and and getting your name out there. Um, and more shows than that, I'm sure. But uh, I well, not are there not any so other many. ones you want to talk about? I, I w- here's the thing: people like Judas and Rubella really gave me the exposure I needed to do things or like get noticed for things like Dragula. But up until that point, like I had never really been paid for doing drag. Like I had never had a paid gig before. Um, I was still like very much a baby. Yeah. In that sense, like I would. And I was like starving to get paid gigs, but like you know how hard it is out here. Like everybody in their I don't actually screw you. I mean, in LA, everybody <laughs> and their grandmother wants to be a drag queen. I know, bitch moved out there and like had his own show. Yeah, I fell, I fell into two pretty good things. So, uh, but I mean, I understand the struggle of like trying to make a name for yourself oh, yeah. and get recognized. <clears throat> like that so, started yeah. for me in Chicago. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm much older, queen than what would you say 22 fucking infant um so who told you that they wanted to that you they wanted you to be on the show i i was called by the boulet brothers which was very intimidating i'd only ever met them once and i i you know they're i mean they're the boulet brothers they're very like stoic and they're they're very much like what you they're like queen elizabeth standing in front of you they're regal. they can be very they're regal as fuck that's the word i was looking for they're very imperial so they're very in, intimidating but um i got a call from them um and i was flabbergasted because i i've i originally thought like oh maybe they want to book me for for queen kong which i had been trying to get booked for for like ages <laughs> um but it was for dragula it was for dragula and it was honestly i was shocked i couldn't believe that they had called me I didn't how did think... they pitch it to you what did they say to you uh they sent me so how the tr- they have your phone number yeah how did they get how they get your number <laughs> like, that's my th- i'm like how do these usually come about like do they just i am you on facebook first and they're like yeah. hey girl what's your email yeah, and your phone was, number yeah it was just an i am like can we have your number and i sent them my number and they called me like five minutes afterwards um but they sent me the the trailer that's how it happened they sent me the trailer they were just like um of course if, if you're doing any kind of reality or any kind of show you get that like very scary nda of like uh, sign this and we own your soul <laughs> and so i signed it i sent it over and they sent me the trailer so they didn't really explain to me they were just like they sent me the trailer and they were like would you be into this yeah because so you know if people don't know what it is yet it's it's uh it's a different take on uh it shows it showcases a, a different genre of the drag community and it is the search for the next drag super monster so they are putting this is like a fear factor what did you say it was casey like fear factor jackass and rupaul all of that all all of those things mixed into one thing and um how has the experience been so far three episodes in uh how do you feel the show is going i honestly for me personally i feel like it's one of the best experiences i've had or it, it is without a doubt the best experience i've had with drag um i i feel like i was just like 
born to do this style of show. Like, this style of drag is, like, my shit. So I had an amazing time on the show. I think for being season one, there's something very magical about it in that all of us were local girls. So most of us knew each other before getting on the show. So we were all familiar with each other. And it was um, a little different from Drag Race in that you're not going into a room full of people that you've never met in your life, you know? And I can be, I think that's where a lot of the drama sprouts is just like getting all these different brand new personalities in one room and like clashing. Um, But for me, one of the great parts of the show was being able to compete against people I kind of knew and had an idea of what they do and also being able to differentiate myself from that, you know? Now, um, there were nine of you. Nine, right, Casey? Yes. Okay, great. Nine. Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you even, like, questioning? I'm like, oh, my God, was there, there were, nine? There were nine queens. Um, <laughs> uh, just like the first episode of RuPaul. Just like the first episode of RuPaul. Absolutely. Uh, you you all knew of each other. But yeah. um, the, the, one, the one criticism that I have about this show is that uh, the first two episodes, anyway, is that it wasn't really showcasing enough of your personalities and then enough of like relationship development between you two queens, or all of you queens. Do you feel like um, that you guys, as a collective, did bond in certain ways and was like in the from the first? Because we're only going to talk up to episode three. Yeah. Was there drama in the first two episodes that you feel wasn't featured? Not really. Starting out, it was all very, very smooth sailing. I honestly, I think all of us were just so scared shitless of what was to come because mm-hmm. we did, we were just it was we were just starting out. We didn't know what the what the witch trial challenges, like the the elimination challenges, were going to be. Like we just knew they were going to be insane. So I think all of us were just kind of like. Kind of like in the sidelines, patiently waiting to get like punched in the face <laughs> by the Boulet brothers. <laughs> they literally had no, absolutely no idea what was going to happen. Like that first day when they were um, getting buried alive, it was like the production crew was kind of like just like giggling because we're like, oh my god, we're gonna bury some of these bitches later. Um, but they were just like had no idea, and so it was kind of like just a shock when they found out. Like all of them were like, what the fuck? So, what are your hopes from this experience? My hopes from this experience is to is to finally have that platform that I've so been searching for with with my drag career. Of, I want to create my own. Co- I'm a filmmaker by day. That's mm-hmm. what I do. I transitioned from like theater to film, and I moved out to Los Angeles to do film, uh, and drag just kind of happened. And so I want to be able to bring my drag into my filmmaking career and create LGBTQIA content, um, especially. Uh, sort of showcasing the alternative aspects or like the subcultures within the LGBTQ community that we don't get to see as much, you know? And I originally just couldn't bring drag into that because I didn't have the platform for it. That's, you know, you're a smart little kid, aren't you? <laughs> like, I love that. I love, I have met, I've spent my whole life trying to uh, feature queer content and queer artists doing uh, amazing things and, and, you know, trying to bring visibility to uh, the cause. Um, so after all of this shoot, we're, we're about to take a break, but I just want to ask you, uh, out of the experience, so who do you hate? Tony Soto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just wait and see. I'm sure from the reaction shots, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get a reunion and we're going to get all of that shit too, right, Casey? You guys are going to be very happy with what you get. Okay, fantastic. Well, you can tune in 
every second Monday. Every second Monday. Every second Monday, tune into Hey Queen uh, and, and on the YouTubes and check out the newest episode of Dragula. And I hope that you go on far, girl. I hope that you keep on winning. Are you winning? Thank you. You're well, kind of winning, so. aren't we'll you? Yeah. I think you're winning. All right. I think that she might be winning. Step it up, you other queens. <laughs> Is that the edit, Casey? She got the winning edit. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying That's anything. The there are plenty of episodes to go. Like, we don't know what's in her future. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing it. When we come back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. And we are back with the show. It was very nice. We've had a lot of fun. And now we're going to do our listener questions of the week. Now, we do these uh, every week. So if you would like to maybe possibly just perhaps have your question read on the Internet by this. No, I don't usually read by one of their sultry voices mm. then you can submit them to the tony soto show at gmail.com subject line listener questions uh that all the politics aside uh who's gonna kick it off i am Yay. and uh now i'm gonna put it in my sultriest voice you mm. give it to us <laughs> this first listener question comes from bill oh my god my boyfriend and i are opening up our relationship we're new to this, so we're kind of just learning as we go. We're having a little argument when it comes to scrub. We don't share an account, but we only play together. I just have an issue about how quickly he unlocks. He will unlock up after, like, right after they say hello. I think someone should kind of earn it a little. How quickly do you think someone should show their private photos? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um... Uh... First of all, well done, Lucy. Yeah, well done. <laughs> You've got a career. If if we're not nominated this year, we we got it next year, girl. We're gonna keep, worst podcast ever. We will get an honorable mention somewhere, girl. <laughs> um, uh, that's interesting. Are, are you in a relationship? I'm not. You're not in a relationship. No, I look like a. I look like fucking Humpty Dumpty with this no eyebrow shaved head. Girl, you're a career girl. So, are you <laughs> saying you're on Scruff? Now, so so, are you on the are you on the scruff? Are you on the grinder, yes. uh, Miss Vander? Um, how quickly on the scruff will you unlock your? Do you have private photos on well, your? That's the thing. I do have the private photos, but they're all like they're not nudes. They're just like just regular photos, so I don't mind unlocking like instantly. Like I don't really care. Why do you have just random regular photos on your private photo area? Because I'm a lady. <laughs> Good answer. Oh well, yeah. let's switch to you then, uh, slut. eyebrows <laughs> should tell you something. Now you in a relationship. I am. You yeah. in a relationship, uh -huh. and I know for a fact you both on those apps. Yes, we are because we are horny men. So which <laughs> one? Which one of you is the one to unlock at hello? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. What's your inspiration me. for that? 
Um, well, one, here's the thing. Like, my face is never in any of the photos. Like, so I'm not worried about someone like, you know, like... Your face is on your profile photo, isn't it? Yeah, but so, it's like it's not like my, like, butt and my face are in the same shot. Or, like, my, like, wiener and my face are in the same did shot. Did you say you're a wiener? I was gonna say pee-pee, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you're on goddamn gr- like scruff and grinder. Like you're there for like unless you know what I mean. Like you're there for the D. If you're there for the D, unlock instantly. If you're there for other stuff, start with a casual. Hello, what's up? Yeah, I don't know. Like, look, I love to use the apps for chatting, uh, which makes me very unpopular on the apps. <laughs> um, but uh, I just I, love to disappoint on every level. I do. I just it's a consistency <laughs> that I, I mean, I want to uphold. Um, but I agree with you. Like, if, if first off, you're in a relationship and then you're looking to like get to know trade. Yeah. Like, no. Uh, no, like, that's like, the thing with an open relationship. It has to be like and dick out. is dick. And out. Because once you start those emotional connections, uh oh. Do you guys repeat dick? Do you have repeat dick though? Because very rarely. Because I think that repeat exactly dick is kind trouble. of a problem. Yeah. I agree. It, that's our kind I of think, rule. I think though the more important thing here is that Bill, if you're going to give your uh, man the freedom to be on scruff, then he should be able to manage his account however he wants. There you go. Mm. Voice of reason. I mean, really, Bill, like part of the polyamorous situation is that you're giving him freedom and trusting him. So really, like it's his account. If it doesn't affect you, let him live the way he wants to. Out of that like sultry mouth. All, out of that mm. sultry mouth, Lucy. That's right sultry. Along. Right away. Sultry. Well, right we there. hope we helped you, Bill. Let's move on to our next question. Casey. <clears throat> this one's from Heather. Oh, my God. My boyfriend always wants to give... Oh, I'll fucking start over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you're a much working better on that, Working on that acting career, right? I never this is a cold over. read, bitch. This is a oh, cold, cold read. read. Alright, take two. <laughs> My boyfriend always wants me to give him roadhead. I really hate that I let this trend start. It was his birthday last year, so when we were driving to dinner, I went down on him. Since then, he wants it all the time. I don't mind sucking my man's dick. It's a great one. But I'm very nervous about biting off his dick. He's not the best driver, especially when I'm doing it. I think I should stop doing it. But I don't want to make him mad. Mm. Oh my god, I hate her because of how you read it. I hate her. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do. Okay. Okay, Heather, I'm gonna be real with you, girl. All right. It was his birthday. It was a birthday present. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't expect it every day if it's a gift, you know? Oh, that's true. I never even thought of that. If you explain to him that you don't want to bite his dick off while he's driving, that should be, like, something pretty inarguable from any man. You know what? I want you to risk biting my dick off. <laughs> well, you should really bite dude? it once, just as right. like a. Oops. Two, if he can't handle the road, <laughs> if he can't handle the road while getting head, then he doesn't get head during while while riding on the road. Girl, you can't like, tell a man he's a bad driver. You can't do it. You just can't if he can't do it. do it when he's getting head, right. then he shouldn't be I doing agree. it. If but, you're on a roll like, road, part like, of the game. Part of the game is that you can hold your shit together but, while it happens. But look, that's that's the question. Um, is I, I will tell you, and I've had sex in a lot of bizarre places. I've never gotten a blowjob while driving or sucked a dick while driving. Uh, to me, that sounds like just as dangerous as texting and driving. Absolutely. Have, have you ever received or given roadhead Miss Vandervon odd? Oh, no, bitch. My insurance policy doesn't cover dick. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> uh, here's my solution, though, to the problem. What's I say that? start start figuring out other instances that would be different for you to give him some sort of, like, 
tease or toy or sexual pleasure or whatever. Like it may not be on the road while he's driving, but like think about other things like pulling him in the bathroom at his parents' house. Ew. Just, just peg him. That's gross. <laughs> Is that there? Yeah, you went there. Do I'm it just at saying the parents with other quote unquote what? dangerous situations right. rather than on the road risking other people's lives. Like figure bite, out other things that make it taboo. I think a dick bite and fucking at your uh, parents' house are completely kinds completely different things and they're both equally weird. So, That's right though, girl. <laughs> but the other one doesn't risk people's lives on the road. Fair. Oh, oh, I didn't even think about other people. Oh my oh. gosh. That's <laughs> oh, the yeah. whole time. I was like, he's going to hit a small child. <laughs> I never even thought about that. I'm surprised you didn't immediately think of yourself in someone else's oh, car oh while gosh. they're going by. Well, I would hate to ever get in a wreck as a result of that. Like, I would make sure that was made the papers. I'd be like, they hit me because they were sucking right. each other's dicks. Embarrassing. Um... All right. Well, we have one more question, and I think Vander's got it for us. Yeah. So our last question is from Anonymous, mm. and she's, they say, "My sister is raising ungrateful kids who every year will tell you how much they hate the gifts you get them. My sister sent us their Christmas list this year, and there's nothing on there there is that isn't over fifty bucks. I'm overspending money on these jerks. If you <laughs> wanted to make a statement with a gift to show that you were over them, what would you get them?" Cole. I mean, are we going for the full shade? Oh, God. what's the full, full shade? shade? I'd make a donation to a charity of my favorite choice in their names and give them the wow. like the seat. I would I would adopt oh, a highway. Man. I would adopt a highway. That's what I, I something like really boring. I'd get them a star. You know? Oh, I was about mm, to say that's you know, a good star. One. But you know what? I, I I've never understood why anyone was like, "Oh, that star thing is such a good gift. I'm gonna have a star named after you." I was like, "I don't know where that fucking star is." It always seemed like a <laughs> shitty gift to me mm-hmm. as a kid because uh, I feel like I remember a girl at, at you know when you would do a gift exchange at school or whatever. I the girl got a star and she kind of had a fit about it, and I completely. Like, agreed. So get her wow. something shitty like that. Yeah. Get $50 worth of your favorite music on iTunes and gift it to the both of them. <laughs> oh. Wow. See, I would just get, like, a really sentimental card that's like, I love you, you're the best, and also a big-ass piece of coal and just be like, go fuck yourself. Oh, you're literal. You're literal about that Christmas. Yes, that, if, that no, bad like, Christmas. I'm not going to get you a good gift if you're being a dick all year, like, entitled. Like, bye, girl. Yeah, I would get... I'd also talk to my sister and be like, hey, girl, I'm on a budget. Are you serious? Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Well, I would be like, listen, that fifty dollars is optional. Like, I don't think that just because you say I need to spend fifty dollars on your kids does not mean I need to. There's a there's a gift. There's a buy one present and say it's for both of them. There, there's there's, there's a CVS like alternative to whatever they want. You know what I mean? I can. (laughs) There's the great value option. Yeah, you can get the you can get the ninety nine cent store version of a fucking train set. All right, it might not set up right. But fucking who cares? God, or just I, stop getting them gifts. I hate the That'll holidays. Send a message. I hate the holidays. Well, listen, did you did you boys have a good time on your first time on the Tony Soto show? Yeah, it was oh, fun. Fuck yeah, this was fun. Oh, it was so good to have you. Yeah. Um, Vander, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet, your social medias, all of that good stuff. Okay, so my in, both my Instagram and my Twitter are at Vander Von Odd. That's Vander with a V, not with an X. <laughs> V. 
Uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. And any gigs coming up? Anytime any soon? gigs coming up? I've been keeping my schedule mostly free because of because of Dragula. Uh-huh. So if there are, if I do have any gigs, I immediately post them on my Instagram and my Twitter. Book this bitch, uh, Casey Lindley. Um, you can find me. I recently changed my Instagram handle to Casey Lindley, which is like the initials Casey, like the Sunshine Band. Um, and you can find me. What was it before that? Was like Darian four ninety. Yeah, I was, I was trying to be private. Was <laughs> <laughs> she unlocking on the first? What a oh, oh bitch! Yeah, but I'll unlock on the first. Yeah, time. right. Um, but you can find me. You can find. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You right. can you can right. find Quesadilla this week and next week at the three clubs and the Cherry Poppins Blusk Show in LA. In LA, yes, yes. You know, people listen like, to us all the way around. Prove so, it. I want receipts. There's, there's there's other people in other towns, okay, outside of LA that listen to this show. Well, then you can just find me on Scruff. Yeah, area code nine zero zero one three. Give it a wolf. She unlocks on the first time. Ah, uh, Lucy Wack. What do you got going on, Queen? Uh, I've got this Friday night, uh, Dusty Balls is going to be performing at the Side Street Studio Arts building, uh, with Elru, Ray Gunn, Gin Fizz, Hazel Hellbender, Brad French, Miss Pixie, and her giant martini. Um, tickets on sale, Side Street Art Studios in Elgin. Get it. Get it. Um, also, I was told to pitch this event that's coming up. It is the police. like it never fails every episode someone is in an emergency girl you live in la at least once um uh, go to sparkle bob presents the snow globe of progress in urban puppets contemplation uh playing at uh the art and commerce productions at 611 south glenwood place in burbank california you can go to sparklebob.org for ticket information. Uh, the girl who cuts my hair uh, is playing drums in that puppet show, and so I'm excited to see it. You can catch me. Oh, shit. What do I have going on? We have a popularity contest next Monday at Precinct at 930 uh, p.m. Um, God damn. I'm, I'm hosting a brunch at Redline on, uh, uh, on this Sunday coming up. Uh, downtown LA uh, and there's more shit um, we'll be back by the 14th no and on the 14th I am doing that fundraiser for Thrive Tribe and WeHo at uh, Bar 10 my WeHo debut I'm sorry <laughs> Come through oh and me. also listen to me this Friday on Grizzly Kiki uh, I was I recorded with them again uh, and it was an episode about me I say a lot of shit that's probably going to get me in trouble with a lot of people so you should were you check, blacked out so you should definitely check it out uh, because it was fun uh and next week we have uh, Pinche Queen. Oh, oh, that bitch! The pork chop Parker of Dragula. I yeah. love it. I will say it forever. I don't care how lame it sounds. No, she's really working that. She's got to. It's her legacy. Oh. That's where <laughs> she's at now. Um, uh, but she's also from Dragula, and uh, so next week we'll be doing that, and then we're going on vacation. So until next week, bye, bye, guys. Bye. 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 Oh, all right. Harmony. That's that's nice. (laughs)